Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing this morning? So we've pr safely protected me for the first row here. That uh, area is a boy in the front. So Dr. Aronson's going to take one for the team and take a seat in the front row. Uh, so welcome to everyone who is spending time with us today. And we appreciate uh, you being present uh, for uh, this workshop. And I'm certain that everybody is hopefully familiar for what they've signed up for today. But as far as the introduction, uh, I'm going to go through a little bit of information about the ISUSA uh, workshop series and also the organization for the day. And then as far as moving forward, we'll actually slide directly into our initial introduction as well. Uh, for the purposes of personal introduction, my name is Cody Chastain. I am an infectious disease physician at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. I also work with the Tennessee and Southeast AIDS Education Training Center, who uh, partnered with ISUSA to actually bring this program uh, to Memphis today. So we have a actually relatively large group of participants as far as folks who helped organize or host, as well as speakers date. And so as far as introductions, you can find additional information about individual speakers as far as both online and as well as within a packet. But just to briefly orient you at here at the beginning of the day, once again, my name is Cody Chastain. I'm from Vanderbilt University Medical Center. I'm moving down. Uh, we have Dr. Carolyn Wester. Carolyn, if you would just wave your hand through the back. She is our medical director for the HIV, STD, and viral hepatitis division at the Tennessee Department of Health. And sitting next to her is Kimberly Gill, who is our viral hepatitis director of clinical services for the state of Tennessee as well within the Tennessee Department of Health. As far as our workshop leaders today, we actually have them across the front row. We have Dr. Aronson, who's an associate professor from the University of Chicago Medicine in uh, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Dr. Kristen Marks, who's an assistant professor in the Division of Infectious Diseases at Will Knorr Cornell Medical College in New York. And we have Dr. David Wiles, who's chief division of infectious diseases at Denver Health Medical Center in Colorado. Again, there's additional information about each of these individual speakers, but what I will uh, say individually is that all three of these are foremost national experts in the area of viral hepatitis. And so I think from my standpoint, even though I speak on a regular basis and do a regular basis from regional trainings, uh, this is a really fantastic group of speakers uh, for national uh, known and very much invested both in national guideline recommendations as well as leaders discourse approach within this disease state. The mission of the International Antiviral Society in the United States is to improve the prevention, treatment, care, and quality of life for people with or at risk of HIV, hepatitis C virus, or other viral infections through high quality, relevant, balanced, and needs-oriented education and information for practitioners and scientists who are actively involved in medical care and research. Historically, this was uh, focused on HIV and AIDS, but as the uh, epidemics related to hepatitis C and other viruses have been better identified, both in people living with HIV as well as other groups, the mission of IS has expanded over the years. And this program and the whole ISUSA is accredited by the Accreditation Council for Continuing Medical Education. You no doubt interacted with the website as part of your registration, but there is uh, new modifications and improvements to the website. So I would encourage you either at the course of the day or subsequent to the meeting is to log into your account and uh, to, once again, if you have not utilized the new uh, ISUSA uh, website, to use your email address, reset your password. Uh, but this is in the effort for improved access and 
uh, output. So over the course of the day, we have time between uh, 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. with several breaks built in. But there's a variety of different continuing education credits, including CB CME, uh, American Board of Internal Medicine Maintenance and Certification Points, Nursing Credit, Pharmacy Credit, and Pharmacotherapy Credit Hours. Again, all the instructions related to claiming that credit is available online. It was within some of the information that was sent to you about the workshop itself. I think it is important for us to highlight that the number one source of funding for ISUSA is actually from registrants and participants. That being said, we wouldn't be able to put on uh, such high quality programs with such high quality speakers without support of several industry sponsors. And some of those are listed there. Uh, once again, these are uh, support programs. These are not programs that dictate content in any way, uh, but they are important in facilitating uh, the workshops themselves. And there's some additional information there at the top that's available online as well as within the materials. Uh, we have a couple disclaimers that we're going to utilize up front. Uh, we've already done the introductions. Uh, we're going to talk about some disclaimers and disclosures now because these will not be included with every single talk moving forward throughout the day. And I think this is actually one of the most exciting things about this type of workshop series is that we're not just going to rely on information that is well-established, that's been set in guidelines, that's been available for several years. Uh, the speaker panel that you have that is here today are folks who are very much invested at the frontline cutting edge of what is the medical literature, what's also available in ongoing study. And so some of the things that are going to be discussed will be either unapproved uses of some of the products or potentially be off-label as far as, and I think it's not so much that what we're going to be talking about are not appropriate strategies. It's going to be that the labels, the information, the guidelines that may have not caught up to a cutting edge medical practice and the thought regarding to that. So all that being said from disclaimer is that practitioners should check product information, current evidence, and weigh the risks and benefits of any kind of approach that they are uh, performing with clinical intervention with patients. A few things just about etiquette as far as the course today. We have a small room. We have a small uh, group of folks who are here. And actually, uh, from a group organization and an event management standpoint, it's like we always strive to touch as many people as possible. But I can certainly say this as someone who regularly hosts trainings, workshops, and other things through the Tennessee AIDS Education Training Center region, is that some of these type of atmospheres and these small groups are actually the most fun and also the most interactive and the most engaging because we have a small group of folks, and we're going to be able to actually uh, be able to interface, ask direct questions in a much more colloquial atmosphere. So once again, any of these types of programs, the goal is actually make impact on the delivery of medical care, impact on practice. And actually, even if we had 800 people in the lecture hall, sometimes that doesn't translate into impact on practice, and sometimes these small groups actually can. I'm also particularly excited by the folks who are here today looking through the registrants, because I think Virtually everyone who's here has a significant stake, whether it be at a department level, whether it be at an institutional level. Uh, this uh, group of folks who have signed up today, yes, all of you are involved in some capacity in taking care of people with HIV or viral hepatitis, but I think even more importantly, uh, many people who are here have stakes either in their organization, their institution, or within a region to hopefully impact change. That all being said, it is a small room with a small group of folks. So if you do need to uh, take a page, take a phone call, please uh, take it outside the main room. Uh, we've got several different entrances and exits, so I don't think congregating the doors will be particularly challenging. Uh, 
conversations and networking are great. We do have opportunity for several breaks throughout the day and also for you to interact with colleagues or speakers. But if you have something that's going to go on for longer than just a quick second, please take private conversations outside to respect uh, the rest of the folks who are trying to engage in the material. And once again, we actually have a quote unquote full room, but we don't really have to worry too much about additional space. There's quite a bit of additional space for other uh, coats, bags, or other needs. Uh, as far as organization, you no doubt notice that there are restrooms just directly adjacent outside of this meeting area. As far as financial relationships and disclosures, we will not list this as part of every single uh, presentation as we move through. So we're going to do that all up front. So I receive grants and research support uh, that's awarded to my institution through Gilead Sciences. Uh, Dr. Carolyn Wester has no relevant financial disclosures, nor does uh, Ms. Gill have any financial affiliations. Uh, Dr. Aronson has no relevant financial affiliations. Uh, Dr. Marks has been awarded research grants paid through institution from Bristol-Myers Squibb, Merck, as well as Gilead Sciences. And Dr. Wiles has received a research grant award to his institution from AbbVie, Proteus Digital Health, and Gilead Sciences. Uh, the folks and the staff that are helping us put on this program for ISUSA don't have any relevant financial affiliations. So this is a small group. This is a small room. Uh, so what we would like to do is actually spend a little bit of time up front in the day and introduce ourselves all individually uh, so that we can actually better interact in a workshop atmosphere. So to kind of kick it off, I know I kind of point out some of the speakers, but to get everybody warmed up. We can start here at this front corner, uh, and then we will move all the way back to the room so everybody uh, is nice and friendly by the end of this uh, introduction exercise. And again, my name's Cody, uh, and I'm an infectious disease doctor at Vanderbilt. All right, here's the reason why I shouldn't sit in the front row. Uh, so my name is Andrew Aronson. Uh, as I uh, already mentioned, I'm from Chicago. Um, and uh, I'm a hepatologist, so uh, nominally involved uh, with hepatitis C. And, and uh, on my spare time at work, I do a lot of uh, training in primary care providers uh, through telemedicine uh, to treat hepatitis C. So that's something that uh, I'm involved in along with this other stuff. So I'm looking forward to meeting all you guys and, um, and talking a little bit about hepatitis C today. My name is Dave Wiles. I'm at the University of Colorado in Denver Health Medical Center, which is our county hospital and a, a safety net institution. And we have a large network of FQHCs that kind of feed into our hospital. Um, so I'm an infectious disease physician. I've been working on treating hepatitis C since we used interferon, um, and I was a fellow. Um, I've been interested in drug development and resistance to hepatitis C and retreatments, but now since I've been in Denver two years after leaving San Diego, and at Denver Health, we're really, I'm really focused more on implementation and treating difficult-to-reach populations. We're actively involved in kind of screening and trying to increase treatments in um, probationers and in our prisons and jails is one of our key populations right now. Everyone, I'm Christy Marks. I'm at uh, Wild Cornell in New York City. Um, I'm also an infectious disease doctor, and I uh, treat patients with HIV and hepatitis C. Uh, in addition, I do clinical research related to hepatitis C treatment in, in patients with HIV and also um, people who ingest drugs. So I think the best thing about these conferences is you all getting to know each other, but I do hope throughout the day you'll make time to meet each other. We'll have some time at lunch and, and uh, um, look forward to speaking with you all. I'm Judy Ali. I'm the pharmacy director at East Arkansas Family Health Center. It's better called Vibrant Community Health Center. We have about 11 locations. 
Uh, we do have ADAC, so we do uh, have case management for uh, HIV AIDS patients, and we are trying to roll out uh, this new campaign to uh, screen patients with hepatitis and, um, uh, and treat them in difficult, like difficulties in meeting them and having them come in. So we're working on that. My name is DeWitt Hill. I'm the other pharmacist that works at uh, East Arkansas Family Health Center. And uh, as she said, um, we're looking for new ways to uh, reach uh, more people, uh, different types of people in the small community setting uh, that, um, that we Fantastic. I'm Charlotte Hanley. I'm a clinical pharmacist at Center for Advanced Liberty Disease and Transplant Methodist uh, University. We, um, I work with four or five different physicians for treating hepatitis B and different liver diseases. And we're looking into seeing how this coordinates with the HIV population and how we might extend it to that. My name is Brenda Boyd. I'm the Director of Clinical Support for Tennessee Department of Corrections. I manage uh, infectious disease case management, uh, medical furloughs, along with uh, working with the Tennessee Department of Health. We're now getting ready to initiate a pro peer education program within the prison for HCV, hepatitis uh, C, and we're trying to get as much information as we can to move forward with that. We are now treating uh, several of our offenders in the prison population. We have 14 prisons within Tennessee, four of them being privately owned, so we're trying to move forward. My name is Jennifer Bird. I'm the viral hepatitis navigator for the West Tennessee region. I work out of the West Tennessee regional office. Um, we have 19 counties in that region, and um, 11 of those are primary care, and six of those have been actively treating since about last July. Um, I came to this position in March. I was in one of the counties that kind of headed up the treatment within that county, and that kind of slid me into my position. Um, and we are looking forward to seeing how else we can advance the program within the health department. I'm Mary Stewart David. I am a reformed OBGYN. <laughs> I uh, retired and went to work for the West Tennessee Health Department. And uh, doing primary care and the Brian White Clinic for West Tennessee outside of Shelby. And I'm one of those physicians who has been treating my primary care safety net patients without insurance for Hep C in the health department for the last year. And I haven't, I've been treating uninsured primary care Hep C patients and I have not been able to treat my co-infected patients because we've been supposed to send people down here. And that, with transportation and everything in a rural area, has been a nightmare. And uh, I'm finally convincing people with the help of Cody and Dr. Wester to let me get the training so I can take care of my co-infected patients. Department of Corrections. Um, we're actively treating hepatitis in the West Texas. Uh, I'm Sharon 
Thank you all for sharing information. And so I think that you did a better job than I could have uh, as far as describing, uh, I think, the general richness of the different backgrounds and the different populations that are reflected uh, by the care that you provide as well as the policy that you could potentially impact. So I think it's really exciting to see, even though we have a small group, we have a group that could actually really enact significant change uh, amongst your institutions. I will make a shameless plug that as much as I love our speaker panel and the quality of our speaker panel, they are traveling from far away from New York, Colorado, and Illinois. So if there are additional training issues or things that you would benefit from beyond today, uh, Claire, myself, uh, Kim, Gil, Carolyn Wester, please touch base with one of the folks who are relatively who can help support the initiative. Because my hope is that you learn things today that you want to implement and advance your practice, but you may need additional assistance. And that's where this partnership between ISUSA as a national organization and some of our more local organizations could potentially help. Uh, Discussion is going to be incredibly important, uh, and I think we've got a small enough room that we're going to be able to have very active uh, discussions and questions. So if you have examples of your own cases, clinical challenges, questions, we want to engage that. I think all the speakers are experts in adapting their slides and the flow of the day because they've done plenty of trainings in different settings. And I think everybody here would agree that what we've set up as far as case discussions are to help facilitate conversations especially if those conversations aren't going to happen otherwise. However, we really want to engage you where you're at to answer the questions that you have. Uh, if you have a question, raise your hand. Uh, in this particular room, we probably won't utilize a microphone, uh, but we will try to make sure that we share the information from the front. We will have honest response uh, system that's integrated throughout the course today. And so uh, this was coming up as far as the introduction says, but if you have a computer or if you have your cell phone, uh, we encourage you to either choose whether you're going to respond by text message or you're going to respond by poll everywhere as far as the website. If you're going to use your phone through a web browser or if you're going to use a computer, uh, you can go to a web address which will be posted on the slides, uh, but it's listed there as https colon forward slash forward slash pollev.com forward slash isusa334. And you can go through a web address if you choose to go that route. If you choose to uh, go through text message, all you need to do is uh, text uh, the specific word ISUSA334 to the number 22333. So 22333 is going to be the number that you are texting to. And in your initial uh, message, you're going to put ISUSA334. And then you'll be engaged in the session. And subsequently, you should be able to text your answer using a numeric answer. And that will actually be fed into our system where we'll be able to display live polling data. 
So we're going to have a couple of test uh, questions, make sure that we're up and running, because I think some of these. And I think that, again, if you haven't connected your phone through Wi-Fi or your computer through Wi-Fi, there is a HopeNet uh, Wi-Fi that's open connection that's provided here at St. Jude. So. So from that standpoint, again, here's an example as far as text voting, uh, an example of using the web address and then picking options as we move forward. So let's uh, see how we can get this up and running. Uh, so we already had some introductions here, but as far as just kind of breaking the ice again from an electronic standpoint, what is your clinical or academic training or backgrounds? And if you could choose one option that is the best fit for your professional training background. Looks like we actually have, yeah, so it looks like we're up and running for most. If you're having challenges, again, raise your hand and either Roxy or Scott can potentially help you. So we, as evidence based on our introductions, we have a a significant number of physicians, uh, but we also have uh, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, and pharmacists that are reflected. So, what's the setting of your current work? Uh, are you involved in clinical research, community-based clinic corrections? Are you a fellow or current other trainee? Uh, in government, solar group practice, hospital-based, or managed care organization? Or other? So again, I think a, a big reflection based on what we talked about, federally qualified health centers, but also uh, I think that we obviously have some Department of Health folks who are kind of scattered along how you identified yourself might vary. Uh, how many hepatitis C infected patients do you personally manage? Uh, and I would ex maybe expound on this a little bit, so especially for a pharmacist, if you're engaged in panels that are actively managing or prescribing therapy for patients, or if you're a provider personally prescribing. Uh, or some of you are actually involved more in policy and you're not actually seeing patients, which is okay. That's equally important. It's just maybe not reflected in this particular slide. We have folks who are involved in large volume treatment uh, and then a scattered number that may be increasing their volume as they uh, start actively moving. And then we have some folks who are involved more in policy. Uh, so this is more of an experiential scale. And I think this is actually one of the most important questions uh, from a speaker because when I ask this question, it's really helpful for me and how I tailor. So do you feel like you have limited experience at level one or on the Likert scale, two, three, four, five, all the way up to hepatitis C virus experts? Uh, as far as your personal assessment of your uh, knowledge base and skills. So we have a good spread. Uh, we have some folks who uh, are less confident and we have a handful of folks who uh, feel like that they've amassed a significant amount of training thus far. And this is great because this gives us an opportunity to improve and to, to make you feel uh, that you've made advances over the course of the day. So with that, I've successfully filled our entire introduction slot with uh, additional time, and so I'm going to move through 
uh, my section very quickly because I think uh, the remainder of the introduction, I really want you to hear from Dr. Wester about what's happening at a state level. So I'm going to take just a couple of quick minutes uh, to go over additional information.